Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. Yay. We're getting we're getting better. We're trying. Yeah. I honest the last time it was it the was last one was rough. really bad, yeah, but that it was, was rough. That was my fault. <laughs> no, I think it was like no, both no, of no. Us being like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, we keep it, you know, exciting. So you never know what to expect every week. Um, Sarah, how was your first week of being a free woman? Oh my gosh, it was great. It was everyone has been so supportive reaching out telling me to pitch them, offering me little side gigs and stuff. So it's been so nice. Yeah. So I wrote my first piece for Allure. Which... Yeah. Allure um, funds Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kara. <laughs> Thanks for being our angel investors. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, truly. Yeah. So and then I have a few more stories I'm writing. But yeah, it's been fun to like pitch ideas again. And yeah. So we'll see. How about you? How was your week? It was good. Um, I felt really productive. I've gotten back into like editing mode for video. So I'm editing the video with Jared Bailey right now for the eyebrows. So fun. And it's a video all about basically just how to quaff your own eyebrows at home without like messing up the shape too much um, if you already like had a shape. And it's so informative. He's so great. We all know this, um, but that's going to go up this week. So I'm feeling like really productive doing that stuff. And then I've been working on a lot of different things that have been making me happy, which I think is like all you can really do right now. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that I, I feel like you have been mentioning how you've gotten sort of used to this like new normal and adjusting to it. And I feel like it kind of clicked for me this past week, which I am grateful for because I think, I mean, I'm sure all of us feel the same way where you're like, I want to look forward to something and to not have anything like on your calendar or to know like an exact date of something is like really unnerving. Mm -hmm. But then just like finding peace within yourself and being like, you know, this is fine. This is fine. I'm enjoying myself. I'm appreciating everything I have. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. Yes. And that I have, you know, Ollie and Matt and technology to connect with all of you yeah exactly anyways anyways (laughs) so uh we are we don't have beauty news guys like there's no beauty news and honestly I don't know when there will be beauty news yeah we were like looking scouring for anything new to report and honestly it's just been the same sort of news of course if any of you guys have any questions for how you can, you know, donate to healthcare workers or, you know, how you can support your stylists and everyone in the beauty industry, like definitely let us know. But it sort of feels like been the same news every week for the past month. Yeah. And we we want this to be, I mean, obviously we want to address what's happening, but we don't want it to be a constant, you know, reminder of 
how how things are going. <laughs> so um, we're going to skip beauty news. In lieu of yeah. beauty news, I do want to say that in the Facebook group, I asked, you know, what and who would you like to see on the show and what would you like us to talk about? And we had some really great suggestions so if you have a specific suggestion you'd like us to hear, DM us on Instagram or join the Facebook group. And we're also doing like little mini review threads in the Facebook group. And I love hearing everybody's results and experiences with different products. So yeah, if you have the time, join the Facebook group. It's been great. We're having a lot of fun. I love it there. Yeah. I love it there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Yeah. It's time for... What's on your face? Do you want to start? Oh, yeah. we have two products. Let's we'll go back and forth. Okay, great. You start then. Okay. I am going to talk about Summer Fridays' new lip butter balm. Yep. Have have you tried this? No, because I'm not on the PR list, but Mariana, I'm confused. I'm confused too. Mariana sent me the cleanser that I'm obsessed okay. with and I use it every so good like, every other day it's great I also use the cleanser and I love it so much do you find that it removes your makeup no okay yeah so it's more same here so I like to use it in like a double cleanse yep same yes okay because someone asked me I think on Instagram that question and I was like I'm not wearing a lot of makeup right now so I can't really answer that but when I feel like when I do put like eyeliner or anything on like it doesn't really take it off but I still yep. love it same. It's a really nice gentle cleanser. Agreed. Okay. So anyways, they came out with this lip butter balm. It is their vegan mask that hydrates and soothes. And um, you can wear it. It's called a mask, but you can wear it as a balm like throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I have been using this constantly since I received it. What I love about it is that even though it's a bomb, it goes on really silky, like it's not super thick. And it has this lovely vanilla scent flavor, Ooh. but it's not like a fake overpowering vanilla, you know, which like some people love that, which by all means, you do you. Totally. But I really like this feels like a lot more natural, a natural vanilla, if you will. Um, how much is it? It is $22. Okay. It's um, available at Sephora. Yep. And yeah, I would definitely use this as like an overnight mask too. Like I've been using, I mean, I live and die by my Laneige sleep, lip sleeping mask forever and ever because it also lasts me forever. Yeah. Like I've been using the same jar for probably far too long. Like there's, it's probably disgusting, but yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can't get rid of things. I know, same. But this would be a really good alternative. So that is the first product that I'm wearing. Awesome. What about you? Okay. So the first product I want to talk about is Ghost Democracy. I had heard of this brand, but I hadn't tried it before. And it's one of those brands that kind of touts itself as being like super clean, easy to use, all of that good stuff. And like unisex, right? They have like yeah, really unisex. great branding. Yes. So I tried the light bulb vitamin C serum. And it was really interesting because I was like, okay, how is this going to work? And I, if you look at the bottle, it says that it has 18% vitamin C, 1.9% vitamin E, 0.5% bacuchiol, mm. and 0.5% bisabolol, which I cannot pronounce, but was in something else recently that I also yes. couldn't pronounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was that? that I we can't remember. I can't remember. 
But when I saw it on this, I was like, oh, okay. So this is an ingredient I need to look into a little bit more. What I like about it now is something I didn't like when I originally started using it. It's waterless. And so that is a huge trend that we should talk about in an upcoming episode. Agreed. But it's waterless and it feels like an oil. Like if, if I guess it has to be an oil, but it feels like an oil. So at first I was like, I don't know about this. But then when you apply it and it absorbs, it almost is like it's just a straight serum without any oil. Your face is not greasy. It is or without any. Oh, interesting. it is the weirdest, but most gratifying application process. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try then. And I kept using it. And this is what I'll say. It has helped with my skin texture and I feel like gives me a nice glow because of the vitamin C. How long have you been using it? About three or four weeks. Okay. So it's not like I would probably want to test it out a little bit longer. But to be completely honest, I got another product that I really want to start using more hardcore. And it's the May Love products. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll probably suspend my usage of this and start using it on my body. But I'll say that if you have sensitive skin and you're looking for something that includes vitamin C and Bacuchiol, this is the product to do it. It doesn't create any irritation or any redness. I know like sometimes with people, vitamin C, especially at like a high concentration can make their skin really irritated. And I'm a vitamin C fiend. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why I didn't have issues with this because I can <laughs> I can handle a really high <laughs> concentration. But yeah, and you would think too, I guess the Bacuchol is a small percentage, yeah. but you would think that that would be really active on your skin. Totally. And like 0.5%, you know, that's pretty traditional when it comes to like retinol and stuff like that too. Yeah. But a lot of people are were asking me if this is a replacement for SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic. Everyone is always trying to find a dupe. I don't think that this is the dupe. I think the closest dupe is probably the May Love serum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I have I have started um, integrating into my routine when I'm not using this. And I really, really like it. So that'll be a different episode. Awesome. But how much is it? This is $34. And I think this is a worthy investment if you're looking for something that's a little bit more on the sensitive skin side of things. I don't think this is going to completely transform your skin, but I don't think it's like not doing anything either. Or maybe good like beginner intro into vitamin C. Correct, Sarah. That's what I'm trying to say. A great intro into Bacuchiol, vitamin C, all of that good stuff. Awesome. That sounds great. Okay. What is your second product? Okay. I've mentioned this product for sure on the pod before, but I don't think that I featured it prominently on uh, what's on your face. So I'm going to give it give it a little spotlight because I have been loving it so much lately. I've been using this consistently throughout quarantine. So good. Bushy brow pen from Lime Crime. I know I just talked about a Lime Crime product last week, but they're I've been cleaning and organizing. And so the products have resurfaced yeah. <laughs> on my vanity. Is that why I saw all those clay de po lippies yes, yeah. on your Instagram? My, yeah. My sister sent me a message and was like, I want those. And I was like, okay, these are like yeah. two years old. I don't know how old <laughs> these are, but uh, I still love them. Um, but yeah, that's why. Uh, in addition, the Lime Crime Bushy Brow Pen. So it is a little fine tip precision pen at the very top and it's really great 
for creating really fine brush brush strokes, like hair-like brush strokes. So I have been using it like alone and usually my brow routine is at least like three steps because I am obsessed with doing my brows but lately obviously like not been wearing too much makeup so but I still like the way I look with a little bit of brow and I just feel like these make them look so natural but like still shape them and give them like make them stand out a little bit more you know yeah and you can make even though the tip is really thin you can make them you know thicker and you can fill in your brows as much as possible it's super buildable I am I go between two different shades I use smoky which is the deepest shade mm-hmm. and brownie oh yeah and uh we were just talking about this earlier Kirby you they also make the brow gel that you can use in addition to the pen but I have been just using the pen but you also you like the gel right oh well? I love I love the brow gel I love the clear and then I love um they have like a tinted like warm brown that I use and it's awesome yeah I feel like it's a product that is kind of underrated in the brow world like I just don't think people know about it or talk about it a lot so I agree but I was talking to one of their executives a few years ago Uh and they said that their brow category is like now their best-selling category that was two years ago well you over hair yeah yeah wow yeah that's amazing yeah I mean they they kill it I, I feel like I feel like they're made in like Korea or something. Like they're so good. I don't I, yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah, love it if you're looking for I people on Instagram always compliment my eyebrows and say that it well first they're like, "Oh, is your are your eyebrows microbladed?" And I'm like, "No, they're not." And they're like, "Oh, they look like they are." And every time I tell Jared that, he's always like, "Is that a compliment?" I'm not sure. And I was like, "I think it <laughs> I think it is." Like, I don't know why people would be asking me. So, probably cuz they look like per- they look if, perfect. If you, you look, know? yeah, and if you like that more like, yeah, kind of I don't know. It's not an Instagram brow, but it just if you like to have a more filled in perfect brow strokes, then yeah, definitely try this. It's $20. Okay, cool. Great. Next. All right. My uh, second and then the final product of what's on your face is from Anissa Beauty. And they reached out to Sarah and I about trying these skincare brushes in like January or something. And I was like, who cares? Honestly, who cares? Nobody needs a skincare brush. This is ridiculous. Why would anybody pay to have a skincare brush when you could literally wash your other brushes and just use them for skincare if you wanted and or use your fingers or use your fingers well then coronavirus happened and nobody (laughs) wants to stick their finger in anything yeah and I this is my proclamation for the year I feel like skincare brushes are gonna have a moment this year because now everybody is going to be looking for ways to use their favorite products that are in jars and that have this certain application method that doesn't involve like putting your hands all over your face. Very true. So these Anissa brushes are gorgeous. Um, They're this beautiful lavender color and the bristles on them, so, so soft. And my favorite, favorite, favorite part of these brushes is the base of them. It looks kind of like an emery board. They're textured and they scoop in a little bit. And the purpose of that is so that you can scoop your product out of your jar, put it on like the top of your hand and then use 
the brush to apply it where you need to. So there are a ton of different types of brushes. Like there's an all over face brush for moisturizer. There's an under eye brush for eye cream. And the way that the bristles sit in the base, it's created so that it works with different parts of your face and like on your skin differently, which I thought was really cool. Um, but my favorite is the detail treatment brush. It's for precise placement. So I often use this a lot um, with creams to help with my hyperpigmentation. Like on my forehead, I have like a few dots of it. So I'll, I'll put a little bit there. I'll put stuff like around my nose to help absor- absorb oil at night. And then um, a little bit on my chin. Or like you could technically also use this for your under eye if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, you could apply a mask with this if you wanted to. And it's, I just am remembering that they sent me these two. It's pretty easy to clean, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, super easy to clean. They sent you a brush cleaner as well. Yes. But the thing that I really like about them, they're 100% cruelty-free. They use a blend of these three synthetic fibers, so they still feel really soft. And the bristles, or fibers rather, don't come out. Yes. Like a lot of times, I love certain brushes, but when the bristles come out, it drives me mad because I don't want hair on my face. Especially when you're using it like to put on makeup. And then there's like... Oh my God, I hate it. In the middle of your face. Yep. So on the website, it says, for best results, drop, pump, or squeeze the recommended dosage onto the silicone reservoir, which is like the the base that I was talking about. And you are supposed to... I put it on the top of my hand and then put it on my face, but the whole point is that you're not... You don't need to touch your hand or whatever. So they say to put the product on the base and then spread it on your face using the base and then you swirl it in using the brush, which is kind of genius. I think it just like adds a nice luxury ritual. You know, it makes like your routine, like you right now, obviously none of us can be going into a spa, getting a facial, but this like- Totally, totally. Makes you feel a little bit fancier at home. I like it. Yeah, it's a part of a self-care regimen. I think that this is going to be so popular this year. And if you're really looking to like get some good skincare brushes- I cannot recommend these enough. So Anissa, thank you for sending these. They were a surprise and delight moment. <laughs> and you have converted someone who did not think skincare brushes brushes were even remotely necessary into a skincare brush fanatic. So I thank you. Can't wait to try the other brushes now. Oh, and the detail treatment brush that I really like is $22. Wow, we have a theme. We do have a theme. Oh, except for your vitamin C serum. Whatever, it's fine. Whatever. Great. So... Well, should we dive into our guest this week? Yep, we have a guest, guys. We have another guest. If you liked Bettina, we were hoping that we could keep doing guests via Zoom. So we have on a woman who Sarah and I greatly admire. We think she's just an outstanding businesswoman and also person in general. She created the brand Kosas. Today's guest is Sheena Yatanis. She is a scientist, artist, entrepreneur, mother, and lifelong beauty devotee. Sheena was introduced to cosmetics at a young age by her mother who worked in the industry. Yatanis's fascination with makeup and artistic expression led her to study chemistry at UCI and hold a painting apprenticeship with artist Stephanie Pryor. She has a master's degree. She's incredibly intelligent. And Gwyneth Paltrow is, you know, one of the people that helped put Kosas on the map by raving about her lipsticks in Goop. And there's a new product launch happening today that we're talking to her all about. So we're going to just jump right into this interview. Enjoy and uh, be sure to review 
and rate us on Apple and follow us on social. Thanks, guys. Hi, Sheena. Hey, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. Your skin looks flawless as per usual. Thanks so much. I've been very diligent with my skincare with all this free time that I have. I know, right? Oh, we cannot wait to ask you what your skincare routine has been. I can't wait to talk about it. (laughs) For sure. So we love you and we love Kosas and we're so glad, even though we can't be together in person, we're so glad that you agreed to be with us via Zoom. Because I know that a lot of our listeners are so, if they haven't tried Kosas, they want to learn a lot more about the brand and what you guys stand for. And then people that love Kosas just adore you and um, really look to you for not only insight, but inspiration on, you know, how to curate their beauty routines and things like that. So we have a bunch of fun questions. We have some cool stuff that, you know, it's lighthearted and fun, but also we want to give people, you know, some, some deeper knowledge to work with as well. So before we get into all of that, let's talk about what's What's on your face. face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what are what are you wearing? Today I'm wearing Cora Organics Noni facial oil. Love that stuff. I'm obsessed with it. I use a lot of different face oils and I use them for different things. So I have like this big collection of face oils. And um, that one is the most I feel gentle. Like it's real, it's really hydrating. It's really gentle and it feels really, it really feels like it's giving me moisture that I need without any, like without being overly active, if that makes sense. Totally. And do you use this both during the day and the evening? I mostly use it uh, during the day. Okay. My gigantic arsenal of face oils, I use like a different ones at night for treatment and then different ones for day for under my makeup which is always Kosas. So I always wear tinted face oil, revealer, concealer, and the sun show bronzer. Yes. That's my three-step face base. And then from there, I can like add fun color and stuff if I want to. Yeah. I love the philosophy of having like a face base, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but I love revealer concealer. Sarah and I have talked about it on the pod. Actually, when it launched, I was like, you guys, this stuff actually looks like my under eye is not purple anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Like it truly just, it brightens up the under eye. So I'm a huge fan already. And then you mentioned the bronzer, which I love to be, I, my self-care right now has been self-tanning just to feel like I've been in the sun or like gotten a glow in some capacity. So I think bronzer is going to be a highlight for me. And that's the new launch that we'll be talking about as well. And I was going to actually ask you, since you mentioned Cora and the oil, what, what skin type would you say you have? I have oily and sensitive skin. So I have okay. like oily skin over like uh, that's combination. I can get dry in areas and I can be acne prone. Got it. Okay, perfect. All right. All right, Sarah, do you want to kick off the first question? Yeah. Okay. So hopefully you're not sick of telling us your story because we want to know, for those of our listeners who are not familiar, can you tell us how Kosas came to be? What if I said I'm totally sick of telling the story? <laughs> I'd be like, okay, <laughs> next question. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. We're like, Google it. No, just yeah. <laughs> so like I wanted to make makeup and then I figured out the steps and then I did it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> totally. So easy. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, the story was in the, I had, I've always loved makeup. I had a very strong opinion about wanting to share my, my like discerning opinions on color with people. And I felt that there were 
all the brands that I would see were like really loaded with a lot of different color options. That's where it started for me. It was like, there, there's a, there are a hundred lipsticks here. And I promise you 99 of them are unattractive when you put them on. Like literally by definition, you put it on, you look worse. This yeah. is not what we want makeup to do. We always want makeup to make us look better. Otherwise it's better not to wear it. Right. So that was where I was initially coming from. And I had this vision of makeup that you could easily navigate. And it started there. And I mean, all the challenges of that like have become very clear to me over the years of actually growing and building a beauty business um, and what that, what that entails. But it's been one step at a time, starting out knowing nothing and then coming to know just a little bit, which is where I am now. I think that that is the thing that I love most about Kosas is that for someone like me who, you know, I love beauty and I love makeup, but I am by no means professional. And every product that you put out is so easy to use. And for also someone who doesn't wear a ton of makeup day to day, like there's all, it's just like I can incorporate it into my routine and it'll still make me feel like I look like myself, but just, you know, the more enhanced version. Um, And so like, I'm just so grateful for that because a lot of times, you know, Kirby and I get sent all of these different beauty products and I want to use it and I want to, you know, love it as much as everyone else, but I just can't figure out how. (laughs) Totally. I totally know what you mean because I always felt like there are a lot of options. If you are very artistry focused and you really love to put on lots and lots of makeup, there are a lot of options for you. But if you want to do a more pared down look, or if you don't know how to do that, or if you are scared of the result, which I see this a lot, I see a lot of women come in to buy makeup and they're like, no, 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 I don't, I don't like makeup. I don't want to look different. I want like, they get scared when they see the, like, someone's done their makeup and they no longer look like themselves. And I totally understand that feeling. Kosas's intention is to help you look like yourself so that you can feel comfortable and brighter and happier in the way that like just a little bit more confident, which is how I personally feel when I like the difference between putting on a little makeup and putting on none. I feel like I look a little more awake and I like that. Same. And I think that's so relevant right now, especially for social distancing and not going out and seeing everybody. There's actually an article that our friend and fellow beauty reporter and editor, Erica Stalder, wrote. And I I can't remember for who. It was for Refinery. Oh, Refinery. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's about like the psychological aspect of putting on makeup, even when people might not see you. And it was really, really interesting because it's like, especially in our business, we're like, what's going to happen now? Where are we going to go with this? Like, is, is makeup just a vanity project that people put on just to go out and see other people? And for me, that's definitely not the case. I feel a lot better when I wake up and I put on my under eye concealer, I curl my eyelashes and I, you know, brush my eyebrows up a little bit or put on blush to feel like I have like a rosy tint to my face. It just makes me feel better personally. The only person that's going to see me is, you know, Sarah via Zoom and my boyfriend, but it, feels good waking up. But you're doing it for yourself. I'm doing it for myself. And it's always been that way. And I think that more now than ever, people are going to realize that. That makeup, you know, sure, Instagram's great and we love to show off our creative looks. And and I think there is so much artistry to makeup, but like more more now than ever, it's going to be more for a personal fulfillment. You know what I loved the most about that article? There was one line in there and I think it was actually a hyperlink. And it was that there was a study that 
I think that people perform better on tests when they have makeup on. And I remember this from college. I was, I was in a, like a very competitive science program. And it was like one of those things, one of those types of schools where there's like 400 people in a lecture hall and everything's graded on a curve and people would do like things to each other, like throw away their note, like steal someone's notebook and throw it away. And it was like very competitive. And so, Oh my God, I have so much anxiety. I know. I know. It was terrible. (laughs) Like what, how, I can't believe someone didn't do something about that then. But like, we were all 18, 19 years old, so you don't know what's going on. But I want, so you would do everything in your power to like get, do a good job or get a good grade. Like even things like, um, we had all read that students who had a good hair day would perform better on tests. So like everyone would show up to the test with their hair, like curled and like blow dried, curled, like full makeup, everything in outfit and like to, to actually perform better. So I think that what that tells you is there's a lot of truth to that article. And right now we're actually getting to test it. Like, even if that was always true, if it was always true that you were really doing your makeup for yourself and you were caring for yourself for your own personal feeling of confidence, like you cannot, we can now prove that to, to totally. I totally believe that and agree. I told Kirby today, I was like, I'm not going to be wearing a lot of makeup, but I used the air app in my hair today just to make myself feel a little bit better. <laughs> I really want one. Totally. And oh I, God, I, Sheena, you need one. I need one. <laughs> Sheena, you will love it. Honestly, it's like the best, it's the best hair invention of the past like 10 years, trust. I also, not to like, I, we love to support, you know, women that we admire and brands that we admire. So sometimes we get a little complimentary. So sorry to make you blush, but I just feel like with Kosa's the, you could have been a beauty editor the way that you edited down your specific brand. Like you're not just making products to make products. And, and as somebody, Sarah and I, both people who have to go through so many products on a monthly basis to figure out what's, you know, worth an investment or, you know, what's for the best skin type or whatever it is. It really is so refreshing that you are only launching things that really matter to you and you feel that people could actually use. So thank you for that. Thank you. Personal. It is absolutely one person's point of view. And I think that's probably what you're experiencing is like, it's a brand that it, it's all the things that I really feel that I love and that I want to launch. And so you're seeing like a body of work and like there's a cohesiveness when it's coming from just one person because it's such a point of view. And believe me, there are people who, who totally disagree with you and think some of the things are awful. And like, that's like, what's great is you have choice. Like you can totally choose something else. This is my point of view. Totally. Oh so um, you touched on this briefly earlier, but you studied science and fine arts, right? Before yeah. you launched Kosas. Okay. So how would you say that influenced Kosas as a brand? I think that the reality is the reason I studied science is because I'm curious and I like to like look under the hood of things and understand why they work. The reason I studied art is because I was really drawn and attracted to color and materials and making things where nothing existed before. And I think that it's not so much the studying of those things that shaped Kosas, but it was who I am as a person that led me to study those things and then also led me to create the brand. And I think like what you're really seeing is, is like basically a 10-year-old person who likes to sit on the floor and like make stuff out of clay and beads. And yeah. that's Kosas. That's amazing. I, Sarah, I don't know if you know the answers to this. I can't remember, or, or maybe I just don't know. What does Kos- Where did the name Kosas come from? No, I don't know. That's a good question. The name Kosas is actually a philosophy. It's a Hindu philosophy. 
And it's about the, what the self is. And like in this philosophy, the self is this layered onion and there's your capital S self, which is like your essential self on the very inside of this onion. And then there's your intellectual layer, your physical layer, your, like your mental layer, your emotional layer, the outside layer is your physical layer. That's the only, that's only one part of you. I have never believed that you can like change who you are as a person by applying something to your outside. And actually in this philosophy, the idea is that the way that you look like your physical layer is a result of all your thoughts and feelings and who you are on the inside, that that's what we're all seeing. And that's what I feel about beauty too. I think your physical layer is just one part of you. That's so beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Wow. We're both like, wow, we love that. We're, we've turned into the same person. <laughs> um, okay, so Sheena, you know, obviously in this industry that we're in, especially now, there are so many different definitions and interpretations of clean beauty and what clean beauty is and what makes a product clean, quote unquote, or natural. Um, what does clean beauty mean to Kosas and to you? How would you describe it? Clean beauty to me is, and tocosis is, I think it, there, there are a few parts to it. The first part is obviously the part where we don't use ingredients that could have any possibility of being questionable. And I'm somebody who, if I don't like something, I don't use it. That's kind of the luxury of having your own brand. Like you can have an opinion. I don't like the way this ingredient feels. I don't like the sound of this. And therefore it's like, not deemed something that I find that I want to actually use in the materials of, of things that I'm making. And so it, that's the first part is like, these are, here's a, a big long, long list of ingredients that we don't use. But I think when you talk about clean, what people are looking for when they say that, if they come, we have to look at the language, like people use a lot of different words to describe what, what they're looking for. They'll say, I want non-toxic makeup. I want healthy makeup. I want organic makeup. I want natural makeup. And we could decide that we want to be assholes. I don't know if we're allowed to say that on this. Yes, okay. absolutely. That we can be an asshole and we can say, well, guess what? There's no definition for that. Organic doesn't mean what you think it means. And there's no definition for clean and there's nothing natural, blah, blah, blah. These words are not regulated and they don't mean anything. Or we can actually listen and say, what are you trying to say? Let me try to understand what you're, trying to, what you're trying to ask for, which is you're telling me that you want to make better choices, that you want to do things that feel healthy to you. You want to do things that like, you want to, you want to be cognizant of what you're putting in, on, and around your body. And I hear you and I agree. And so I think when someone's asking that, it's not really enough just to say like these, we don't include these ingredients the ingredients that you do include really matter too. If someone's telling you that they want to like make a clean choice and they want to make better choices for themselves, then, then the makeup that they're putting on their skin should be beneficial to their skin too. Like it should have like some, it should be lending itself to your like essential nutrition in some way, whatever that means to us. To us, we use a lot of like nutrient rich types of ingredients. We use a lot of botanical oils. I believe strongly in botanical oils and the power of different oil lengths and like how effective and targeted they can be for your skin. And, and I find that putting on makeup is an opportunity. It's like an eight to 12 hour opportunity for me to put more things on my skin that make my skin look good underneath. So that when I take it off, like I'm in this constant cycle of caring for it. And so that is, that is how I see clean. And so is the, does this also, you know, trickle into your skincare routine as well? Like you just, all of it is like a, a holistic approach to 
what clean is to you? Yeah, all of it. Uh, you know, everything. It's it's what I put in my you know on my skin, what I put in my body. All these all of these things. Like I believe that as long as I'm making a choice and I know why I'm choosing the choice that I'm choosing, even if it's like I want to eat a bag of Twizzlers, and the reason I want to eat a bag of Twizzlers is because I like them. You know, yeah. like just knowing that and like acknowledging that is my view on having ownership over your own body. And Sarah and I talk a lot about, especially, you know, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are consumers and they are very confused by certain terms that are out there regarding clean beauty and regarding green uh, green beauty. And we do like to say and, you know, educate and say like there is minimal regulation around these terms. But what I love about your response is that you're like, no, we're actually listening to what the people are confused about or what they are wanting out of their makeup instead of being a brand that says, well, because there's no regulation, like why even worry about talking about these terms or keeping them in the conversation? And you also, you're not fear mongering or shaming anyone, yes. like which I think is also really important because this is, totally. this is, it's so scary for so many of us to jump into cleaning up our routine. And so it's just so much more approachable this way. And I, I think that that's just like yep. amazing. Yeah. Well, cause you've probably, you've probably dealt with that. I have, I deal with it all the time. I'm never, I'm never going to come from a place of saying like, you should do this because this is better and you should better not wear that. Cause that's not good for you. But if you want to, like I'm offering you a choice, if that's something of interest to you. Exactly. Cause it can be incredibly, like Sarah said, very overwhelming to be told, oh, by the way, every product you're using is bad for you. It's like, well, then I spent $100, $200 on a whole makeup routine that now I can't use. And, and, and it's like, there's so many different factors to it. It's like, well, I don't want something bad on my skin, but also I just spent all this money to get all these, these products and they're not finished yet. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. we want to, the fear mongering thing, we talk to a lot of brand founders, just um, like not on the podcast, but like on the side to be like, listen, you guys can't be speaking to consumers like this. Like that's not something Sarah and I want to promote personally, especially if we want you to come on the podcast. So we, we love Kosa's outlook on green, clean beauty and what you guys stand for. So thanks for sharing that. Um, we talked a little bit about how intentional your launches are. And I'm just curious, like, What's the ideation process? Do you keep a journal? Do you write notes in your phone? Do you do voice record? Like when something comes to mind, like how do you know it's time to make it a yeah, product? Like, like why a bronzer recently? That is, that is such a good question. Um, well, first I do, we do have a team. So I have like a team of people that I'm like talking about these ideas with all the time. And we're like sitting down together and being, a lot of it comes from talking to our own team and other people in our community and like asking the question, like, what are you using right now? That's not Kosas. And, mm -hmm. and I think like for us, there's like a little bit of an order of things, right? It's like, you're going to first put on, it, it's the order that you actually apply the makeup is like the order in which we create the makeup. And so I think that's what's happening right now. It won't be that way forever because there will come a point where we've made all the like face products that we want to make. So we'll see what happens when that happens. But like bronzer is the next natural step for me in creating a, a, a face base that I would like, I would first like work to even my skin tone. Then I would brighten certain areas with concealer and then I would bring sculpture and dimension to my face with bronzer. So that's how those things come. I, um, I do a lot of talking. I do all my ideation through like 
idle and like mindless conversation. That's my, that is where I process and where I'm creative is when I'm talking and it could be not about beauty and it can be not to people I work with or anything. It's like, these are like over wine, like conversations with friends that could be like about something totally else, but make me think about makeup and then how not only the product itself, but like the visual storytelling that comes with that product, because I think that that is the place that I get like possibly the most joy. Oh my God. And you do it so well. Like everything is so beautiful. All the campaigns, all the imagery, and then also the packaging. Like this is so stunning. It's so cute. Same with with everything that you, yeah. Sarah's talking about the bronzer packaging. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, It's so beautiful. We're obsessed. It looks like glass. That's what it's based on. Did it, do you guys know where the, did anyone say, mention where the packaging inspiration came from? It actually no. is, um, we were thinking about like glass and how to make this thing look like glass. And then somebody on our team was in Hawaii and was like on this beach doing, not, not on the beach, like diving for shells. And he found this piece of sea glass, like an actual piece of sea glass and brought it back and we sent that actual piece of sea glass to the packaging manufacturer to to match it because it was like exactly what we were looking for because we were taught like we had already known that we were calling it the sun show and we were capturing all that like sunset energy and like there's no better place for to watch a sunset really to really tune in for one than like a beach in Hawaii. Totally. It's so cute. Oh my God. I love it even more now. <laughs> yeah. We talk about this all the time because it's such a challenge because you're like, well, on the one hand, I could make packaging that all looks exactly the same as the last thing that we made and like create this really cohesive like uniform looking brand. But on the other hand, like I want to make things that I really like, you know, like, like something that makes me really excited to see and like makes me happy. And sometimes that doesn't look exactly like the last thing. Oh my God. All of the packaging, all the packaging, like the, sorry, the lip oil, the lip oil. I love everything about the lip oil. I let, it reminds me of a pack and I don't know, I obviously don't know what the inspiration was for this, but it reminds me of a pack of chiclets gum. <laughs> so funny. You're you know? so right. You're and 100% I, right. But it's like in a good way. It makes me excited to use it. It reminds me of something playful yeah. and easy to use and something that's kind of like nostalgic almost. So I like it. Totally. It that's, is. That's what I was saying. Like every element of the packaging, it's like so artful but it also like you guys aren't taking yourselves too seriously in that it's still really fun fun to look at fun to yeah man life is like already a bummer enough there's if we can like bring a little bit of fun and color and playfulness and joy like that's all I'm always looking for little moments of escape totally we have a you actually since we already got into the bronzer I just want to talk about the name the sun show I watched a video of you describing like the inspiration for this product obviously we know it comes into your face-based routine but you call it the sun show because it really is like a show that the earth is putting on you know for us when we watch it uh what did you want this bronzer to look like and what didn't you want it to look like (laughs) Like when you actually put it on your skin. Yep. I wanted it to look like sunlight, like that golden hour light hitting your skin. And when that happens, there's like a little bit of glisten. There's a good amount of dimension. It's not very even. Like it's like a very sculpted light. And like, that's what's so beautiful about it. It brings a lot, it brings out a lot of warm and gold tones. So I knew I wanted all of that to come forward too. And with bronzer, I'm, it's really like to mimic 
sun. So all of everything from the color to the like level of pearl, you know, like why, why would it be like pearl versus like actual glittery sparkle or why would it be not matte? Like all of those are all the questions that come into play. And like, I think more than anything, even being able to like sweep something on that's a powder that's like creamy and blendable that acts like a cream and looks dewy. Cause I love that look. Yeah. But that like dewy glowy skin look, but like, I'm also 36 and it's like not necessarily like going to come that naturally. <laughs> and I also don't want to ever feel wet, you know, cause I think that's really uncomfortable. And I get like, I'm someone who gets like really like itchy from stuff right. and like having wet feeling skin isn't something that's going to feel comfortable. So I was like, how can I make you look like you're dewy and glowy, but without actually being dewy and glowy? Yeah. I, I love that. It, it Like you said, it's not too sparkly. Like it just looks as though you would have this, like you said, sunlight hit your cheekbones in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not, sh- it's not shimmery. It's right. not glittery. It has that pearlescence that you talk about, which I really like. Yeah. So it has ha- dimension. How many shades are there? It's three shades. Okay. So um, three shades is determined by like the level of payoff and opacity. So it's like really buildable. And that was something that was really important to me too, was that it wasn't like such a intense payoff that like you would really have to control your hand. Like as long as your brush is fluffy enough, you can build it slowly and like naturally over time so that like it doesn't feel really I think like sometimes people people get scared that bronzer is going to make them look like fake tan or like crazy orange or something like that or like even dirty mm-hmm. muddy it's the yeah worst. yeah <laughs> yeah like I nobody wants to look like no, this. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Sheena how do you like to apply the bronzer you said using a fluffy brush and like Tell us how, where you like, put, like to put it on your face. I use the fluffiest possible brush that there is, even like a fan brush, something that's like so like not dense at all. Um, and then I pick it up and I put it along the top of my cheekbone. So because it's a warm color, it goes on the top of your cheekbone, not under, like you wouldn't use this to contour because those are like more cool tone grays that look like shadow. This looks like light, not shadow. So right along the top of the cheekbone and then up around temples and up around the hairline too to really like connect that whole sunny thing, like across the bridge and the nose. I love that that's a trend right now. I think it's so cute. Um, and like, so you get to like, look like you just spent the day in the sun and like you have this little sunburn thing going on, but like not at all. No sun was involved in the creation of the sunburn. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. That's what we like to hear. Okay. I want to switch gears. I want to talk about ingredients real quick. Do you think that there's a specific ingredient that you're seeing a lot of now, maybe in skincare or in makeup that's overhyped and you're not sure like why people use it or are you like a never say never person? I, I mean, I don't know if there's like one particular ingredient, but I will say I don't really like get behind the rare oil thing like something that sounds like it came from some place and like that's why we should use it just because it's like rare and sounds foreign like I don't know some like maybe maybe it is a really amazing thing and then like let's use it in more things but like I don't love um, I think it's less about like what the what a particular ingredient is and much more about how ingredients mix together because like there's like an alchemy involved in makeup it's like one plus one equals three you know like how are you combining things to create a result Totally. That's that scientist in you. (laughs) (laughs) The mystical scientist. (laughs) Um, Okay. Here's a fun question. How would you describe your beauty philosophy in three words? Fast, 
easy looks like me. <laughs> I love that. Can I, can that also be mine? <laughs> can it just be looks like me? <laughs> yeah, looks, yeah. I think honestly, yeah. looks like me is perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a really good tagline. <laughs> so we can cut this FYI if we need to. Okay. But I was doing some sleuthing. Okay. And I saw that you told the cut last year that you were testing a Kosa's mascara prototype. So as the resident mascara fiend, <laughs> I want to know where the hell is the Kosas mascara? Give it up, girl. Damn. I know it's Damn. coming. You, you have to tell me. something really funny and weird. Please tell me. So this morning I was like, yes, we've been working on mascara for a very long time. And this morning I was like, I think we should send the mascara prototypes. There are four of them to Kirby Johnson. <laughs> Because, oh my God. Like she keeps it real so hard with mascara and, and she like, knows what's up. She knows what's up. She has like such a vocabulary around mascara. Like I want to know if we're on the right track or not. <laughs> I made a Y'all mental note. <laughs> I'm literally shimmying. Girl, you know that I would happily try every prototype that you have, but that's like, that's something that's so exciting to me too because I'm the mascara junkie. I love mascara. It's like my desert island product. And like you said, like I, I truly know – it's like my passion. Like I, yeah. <laughs> like I love – I'm like, ooh, the wand, then the formula, and the wiper. Like yeah. that stuff is so important to me. So very exciting. But you're, tr- you're, bas- you're trying to make one. Like you're in the process of making one. Is it totally. really hard – to it's create so a mascara, hard. It's so hard. You have no idea. Okay, what is? What are your? What are you looking for in your in a mascara? Well, this is actually why I thought about Kirby because I I think we we like the same thing in mascara, and this is like one of those things that that I think like sometimes people will try to like interpret and be like, oh, Kosas is, is all about a no makeup makeup look, which like I've never said that, and I don't think that that's the case at all. When it comes to mascara, like I'm not really down for like a natural mascara. I I need like I need it to look like I have like a full strip of false lashes on. Yes. Yes. Doing that and clean is actually really challenging because like the thing that people use or the things that people use are plasticizers. They're like different kinds of microplastics that like create this basically like plastic bag on your lashes that makes it look like that. And I'm like, well, obviously that's not something that I want to put on my eyeball. Like that's my eyeball. So it's like a mucous membrane. It's like a direct channel into your bloodstream. So how do you how do we do that in clean? It's not like it hasn't been done before. I don't know. I mean, I think that there are a couple like really, really great mascara formulas out there, but like what's really, what's really are like super big, like very curled. Like I want to like smack myself in the eyebrow. Yes. Oh my God. Is this correct? Is this a Kosas Kirby collaboration? <laughs> yeah. so. I, you're going to have to be involved because like I need to Girl, get your pre-approval. Before I will I for sure send them over and I will just start whipping out every kind of review possible. I love this. Side. I can't wait. And you, do, like, you do the best like up close mascara pictures too. Which- <gasps> I know. I don't know how you do it without it looking like creepy or blurry or weird. Like, I legit look like a crazy person like laying down with an overhead shot on my 
Is that facing. how you do it? Yeah. If you crazy. could only see our like product development Slack channel, which is like full of people and eyeball at angle. It's like veiny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm sure like us, you are spending a lot of time at home practicing self-care. Um, and you know, you mentioned earlier that you are doing a lot of your skincare. Can you tell us what you are doing? What's like bringing you some peace during this kind of crazy time? I personally, I'm such a shower person. Like I find that I've, I've always been like a very routined person who like schedules in my self-care and stuff too. Cause like, I know that it's a practice. It's not like a destination. And which the cool thing about practices is that like, number one, you, you do need to practice them all the time. But secondly, if you fall off of it, like that's okay. You just like start again, you know? So I think like for me, my favorite place is the shower. Right now I'm like trying all different kinds of shampoos and conditioners and things that like I might not have the, have like taken the moment to even like try to buy the other, like the different version or whatever. I got this one on Amazon, you guys. Tell us. It's called Lara, it's called Laritel, L-A-R-I-T-E-L-L-E. Okay. And um, I had like last year, I had like some major stressful moments and when that happens to me, like six months after the stressful moment, I lose like handfuls of hair. And so I like my girlfriend told me about this. She was like, it had happened to her too. And she was like, it's really helping me like regrow my hair. Look at all these like weird little baby hairs I have. Anyway, I've been using it for about a month and I'm also getting those weird little baby hairs. So I'm very into it. I'm looking into this. Yes. Lara Tell. <laughs> Is it expensive? Kind of. It's like $60. Okay. okay. Yeah. But obviously it works. I mean, after a month, that's impressive. I know. It was like pretty, pretty quick. Like now I'm like, oh, did I go too far? Now, <laughs> now we're in quarantine and now I have like a gigantic mop of hair and I <laughs> can't get it cut. Seriously considering cutting my own hair. Seriously. But every time I like think about doing that, I'm confronted with a new meme that's like, if you are thinking about cutting your hair, like see your therapist. Do not okay. do that. <laughs> I feel like you could figure it out. You could cut I, your own hair. I feel like I could too. I feel like I cut my daughter's hair and she's like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, I'm a professional. Electra. I, I oh love pulling out that card. Yeah. So <laughs> cute. She's the cool. How old is she? She's six. She's the Ugh. coolest six-year-old of all time. She's so cool. I'm such a dork compared to her. I wish when, I was just like her. I When we were over at your home um, for the launch of Revealer Concealer, she was sitting next to us at brunch and I'm like, this chick is way too cool for me. <laughs> like, I don't even think I can talk to her. Like, she was just like doing the damn thing. Love her. Does she give you input on the products? Any of the products um, you make? Yes, she <laughs> does. She and she, but she loves the products. She asked me if she could do a video about revealer concealer, and she's like, <laughs> I use it, you know, because she got a bruise on her face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, would love to see that. Yes, 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 you can do a video about revealer concealer. Definitely, you are hired. <laughs> That's the quarantine content I need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So cute. Okay. Um, so it's a tough time right now for small businesses and like independently owned businesses are probably, I mean, not probably, are wondering what's next and how to help their company survive this obviously like catastrophic health issue happening, but also like financially and just the, the, state of the business right now everybody doesn't know like what what's about to happen so 
Um, and sorry that that was not eloquently put, but you get what I'm trying to say. So how are you managing these uncertain times? I know you and I have DM'd about this, about like, you know, what people like Sarah and I can be doing to support brands like Kosas and other independently owned brands. And I'm curious, like, do you have anything that you want to share? We do have a lot of industry people that listen as well. Um, any advice or any tips or something that you hope can happen within the next few weeks or months? I, I, I wish I could say that I think the, the one thing that we like all collectively have in common right now is we don't know anything. Like we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the future holds. What we do know is that people are not going, like stores are closed. Like we definitely know that. So we know that every company that sells products in a store that's not like food or toilet paper, like is, has had an impact to their revenue. And what that means for us is like we plan financially for the entire year based on some forecast and projection of like what the revenue is going to look like. And when that number gets cut in half or worse, or, you know, if there's like a moment like that, we have to obviously change everything that we've planned. And a lot of what, like a lot of the pieces of planning have to do with our people and like who works for a company and like what is a justifiable number of employees that can be at a company. And we've been working so diligently and passionately to build the team at COSAS. And like, I, I, to me, it's become the part of my job that I feel like the most emotional about is having like these people congregate to like genuinely like move a mission forward and what that really means and like the sacrifices that are made, you know, in doing that. So I, you know, I, I can't speak to every business because everyone is different. I think when you have like, when you are relying on revenue in order to pay your team, that's a huge challenge because what can you do if that's, if that's that, like, if that becomes mathematically impossible to do, totally. then you have very hard choices to make. So what, what we've been doing our best at doing is like, what are the other mathematical choices that we can make so that we can protect our team? And so there's like, you know, just a, a lot of mitigation and like new kind like new strategizing and different planning going on so that we can like keep everyone employed. That's like part of this family, which is what we are. And we would, you know, not want to in any way compromise that. Yeah. So, but what we've been doing is like, you know, there, there are people on our team whose job it is entirely to go into stores and show people how to put on makeup and like the, those people are dying to be able to continue to be helpful. So we've been like trying to find ways of doing that virtually, which I think like, you know, has, I think before you might've been like less inclined to like jump on a Zoom call or like do a like virtual hangout with your friends. If you had the choice of doing it in person, you might've chosen that. But like now that we just don't have that choice, like People are trying it and being like, oh, I can actually get a lot done over video. Like I can um, like still connect to people. I can still see you. Like we can still have this moment together. So we're, you know, we've been working on putting that team in front of our customers directly and being like, can you try to have that same experience that you would have had? Like, can they still help you either pick out your makeup or once you have it, um, help you learn how to use it? Because I think totally. that's also like a big question is like, you can show a tutorial but like, what about that person's particular face? Like, what about that person's particular face shape? It's like every, every tutorial really does need to be like done on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Totally. 
Okay, I think that's all. Are those all the questions? Do we yeah, get through them all? I, we wow. did. This has been so fun. We could talk to you for hours and hours. I know, it's um, so fun. But thank you so much for doing this via Zoom. We've been dying to have you on, and so have our listeners. They've requested you millions of times in our comments. No, uh, um, true. Swear. It's I a swear. true story. Yeah. So, so where, where can we find you on the socials? Where can we buy Kosas? You can find me at Sheena, S-H-E-E-N-A. You can buy Kosas on Kosas.com. You can buy it on Sephora.com, on Goop.com, on Credo.com, on Detox Market. You can, you can go on Kosas.com and um, look at the store finder and then pick, you know, pick the one that feels best for you. And you can probably, as of tomorrow, live chat with our co- the Kosas team and do like a video consultation with the makeup that you already have or if you're needing help picking things out that are the right shades for you. Awesome. So fun. And guys, just a reminder, the Sun Show Bronzer launches today. today. So Woo. get on Kosas.com and get your best match. Talk to someone, figure out, you know, which shade would be best for you. I wear the light um, and I really, really like it. And it truly is buildable. And Sarah has medium. Yes. And I love it so much. I can't wait to cover my whole body in it after this. Delish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sheena, thank you so, so much. We adore you. And we know that Kosas will continue just to be so amazing and inspirational and successful. And guys, you know where to find us on the Instagram, the Twitter, and on Facebook, Los Angeles Pod, and then our Facebook group. We are having a lot of fun in there, so you should join. It's like a, a they handle it all themselves. Like yeah. we don't even have to chime into the Facebook group. They just do it all Zero. themselves. So yeah. we love it. Maybe we'll assign moderators to that group. Sheena, you're available. Just kidding. <laughs> We're like our new moderator is Sheena. Have fun. Have at it. Add it to the list, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sheena, again, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 